and welcome to part three in the series from Freelance Bristol Mum. I'm Faye Dicker, the freelance Bristol mum in question. And part of these podcasts are basically with people that I find of interest out and about in everyday life. And one of my favourite places to go is the Lido. It's a real haven tucked away pretty much in the centre of Bristol. You really wouldn't expect to see it from the outside. And they've organised a Midsummer's uh, Eve charity swim and it's taking place over a period of 14 to 16 hours. And I thought, oh, I'd quite like to have a go at that. And when I looked into it, it almost stopped me in my tracks. The reason that the Midsummer Swim has been organised is because... It's been inspired by one of the Lido members, Sean Clark, who is actually living with terminal bone cancer. So a young woman in her prime who's taken it upon herself to raise as much money as possible for Pennybron Cancer Care. Uh, an amazing young woman and she's not just doing the swim herself as part of a team but there's a whole evening going on and uh, trying to swim the equivalent of the distance of uh, swimming the channel 21 miles in total but I really felt I had to meet up with this woman not only is she doing something like this but she's living with cancer on a day-to-day basis and just wondered how that affected her outlook on life and more to the point what gave her the idea for such an event We'd done, a friend of mine, Chris, who I'm doing it with, had done um, a 5k swim last year and just sort of wanted to sort of embellish that and go on a bit further. Um, obviously doing it for charity um, and doing it for a cancer-related charity close to my heart from there, really. From 5k onto 21 miles, it's a pretty big leap, really, though, isn't it, Sean? <laughs> From a young girl, I've always swum, um, and swimming the channel has always been something in the back of my mind. I thought, one day maybe I'll do it. So, um, yeah, we thought we'd try it in the nice environment of the Lido, uh, rather than actually the open water, and doing it as a relay, that's sort of one step closer. And do you think you will do the real thing? One day, I hope to, yeah. Um, I think swimming in open water is a completely different entity. I've done a couple of triathlon swims, and it's incredibly hard work. But, um, yeah, it's a step closer and it's something that, yeah, I've got my eye on. <laughs> now, we're standing here on a really wet day in Bristol by the, the poolside. I mean, I'm a fan of swimming outdoors, whatever the weather. I take it it doesn't bother you either? No, not at all. Um, in fact, and I probably shouldn't say this, but I had a snow day from work because <laughs> we couldn't get into work in, um, I think it was back in January or February. And because I only live around the corner, I walked over here and went for a swim in the snow and it was amazing. So, yeah, you get wet anyway, you may as well carry on. Makes your, makes your skin all tingle and fizz. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> now, there's a really important reason why you're doing this and you sort of just touched on it now, on, on the fact that it is close to your heart raising money for cancer. I mean, you've actually been diagnosed with a terminal illness, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was first diagnosed in 2005. Um, I had a year of treatment then, which got rid of it. Um, I had three years where I was cancer-free, and then it came back in 2009. Um, I had some surgery to remove part of my pelvis, um, and it's unfortunately remained there, and it's in my lungs, so it's growing slowly, but fortunately it is slowly rather than um, aggressively. So I don't know what someone who's living with a disease like this is supposed to look like but you don't look like someone who's being faced with a terminal illness you just look every inch a fit and healthy young woman what's it like living with it to be honest 
I have been accused of being a bit blasé because it's been part of my life for so long now that it is just it's it's not a scary word anymore it's just it's just part of my life and you can either fight it or embrace it and deal with it um and carry on regardless and does it does it make you more careful or more reckless or just the same really probably I've always been a bit reckless (laughs) um I think it makes you appreciate things more and it's you know it's a bit cliche but it is the case um but definitely sort of take every moment and uh, probably do a lot more than I used to come across as such a smiley positive person I just can't believe anyone who had a quite literally a death sentence Sean mm. isn't necessarily got the same outlook as you it's amazing do you ever have moments darker moments yeah I mean it'd be silly to say I didn't um there's always times you know where it sort of becomes a bit of a worry but there's no point in dwelling on it there's no it doesn't achieve anything I've always said stressing and worrying about things don't achieve anything so just be a bit proactive and enjoy the time you've got and this is all very much part of the proactiveness because you're raising money for Penny Bron aren't you that's right yeah it's a local cancer care charity um, which is obviously in keeping with my history and um, it's actually the chosen charity of the Lido as well so it works works well together we've been working closely with them to raise as much money as possible and so. there's all sorts going on in the whole evening isn't it i mean there's various teams that are swimming um as relay i'm i pale into insignificance compared <laughs> to you i'm just doing a mere hour from nine till ten it's but you're still, literally it's still a big part of it <laughs> but you're doing the whole midsummer night aren't you it didn't sort of plan out like that we approached mark about doing the event and with um his and the owner's scandinavian background we decided to do it through midsummer because that's a big deal over there um, so there's going to be five teams, myself and my friend Chris, my two brothers, um, John, who's actually a, m- a member here and who's going to do it by himself, which is incredible. Wow. And then two teams from the Lido, one of which includes yourself, <laughs> um, doing uh, an hour each. So, yeah, and there's going to be bands playing, there's a banquet upstairs. It's going to be an incredible night. It's going to be a complete carnival, isn't it? <laughs> it is. So what time do you aim to finish? Um, so we're starting at 8 o'clock on the Friday night and we aim to finish um, by 10am the next morning. It's got to be pretty hard going, I mean, swimming all that time. What do you do to keep yourself sane? At the moment, I've uh, well, up until now, I've been a bit of a control freak and in the day when I'm really busy, I put thoughts to a side and uh, sort of think, right, I'll do that later, I'll think of that later when I'm swimming. But I recently um, read a blog where a guy who'd done a 24-hour swim had actually, for each mile, decided that he was going to think about each person that had been significant in his life. So I think that's what I'm going to do. And uh, if that can't make me complete it, I don't know what will. (laughs) Dedicate a mile to special people in your life. Yeah, exactly. Well, Sean, good luck. Thank you very much. (laughs) What an amazing woman. She really was an absolute inspiration. And hats off to her and all the very best of luck with her charity swim taking place next weekend. And if you'd like to get involved or you'd like to sort of sit by the poolside and cheer along, then just check out Lido Bristol website. It's lidobristol.com.